Bridget Otter, Professor here at LSE, Department of Sociology, and Chair in Risk Regulation. Many books, articles, edited books on risk and the regulation of risk. And yet, when I look at your work, particularly the involvement of policy, it seems to me there is some disaster. The government called for Hutter. You know, it might be E. coli, it might be the ash cloud, and you come in, and it might not even be government who asks you, and you analyse it, and you look at it, and you say, in broad outline, this could have been better, that could have been better. Are you a spectator who's sort of feeding intellectually off past tragedy? Or do you have a view about what the right regulation should be going forward? Are you looking always back, or do you also look forward? I've been pulled into those events because of past research and past experience, so I think they understand that somebody who's looked at the routine workings of regulation in practice, and a lot of my work has been ethnographic, which means I've gone out and accompanied inspectors and spent weeks, sometimes years, watching what they're doing, means that I can perhaps understand and contribute as an outsider to the understanding of the disaster better. So it's, it's not always backwards looking. It's because I've done work already and know what's going on. But there's always, as it were, a disaster as a kind of launch pad. Now to mangle my metaphors, there are a whole bunch of stable doors and there's lots of horses grazing in them. And every now and again a horse bolts. And you come and look at the stable door which is open and the horse is gone. But you don't look at any of the stable doors where the horse is yet to go. It's always about something that has happened, isn't it? Not something that might happen. No, quite the reverse, I would argue, that actually regulation is increasingly about looking forward and trying to anticipate what might go wrong in the future and prevent it happening. Mm-hmm. And there is, a, I think, a fallacy, uh, a particularly modern fallacy, that we can prevent bad things happening. And if we don't do that, somebody should be held to account for it. Um, and that, that can lead to a lot of that backward looking. Um, but the, the essential job is to look forward and try and prevent it happening. I only get called in because it's impossible to do that. Yeah, so coping better, which is one of your terms, your ambitions, yeah. Yeah. is not about, to use a cliche, zero tolerance. It's not about the, the elimination of risk. That's right. But then is it slightly about sort of cope better, be more resilient? Things happen, they're not very nice, get used to it. Or is there some sort of balance in the middle between those two? There's a balance in the middle. I think the, the key actually is in the word regulation. It's, it's about managing risk, not getting rid of it, not eliminating it. And that's a really tough thing because it's about managing risks. But there are all sorts of different risks that are being balanced out here. There's the risk of bad things happening, but there's also the risk you might stop good things happening by regulating the bad things too much. So regulators are really left with this really difficult job of managing Uh, those different sorts of risks and deciding what sorts of risks might be tolerable. And of course, sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes people say they are over-involved. And there's a sort of credible libertarian school which says, look, people will cope better if left to themselves. And we don't need the edifice of regulation around them. Civil contingencies might be one example. Judgments about health and safety might be another. Do you find yourself fighting libertarian tendencies to describe you as big brother? (laughs) <laughs> or red tape. Sometimes I, I I do tend to make myself unpopular by by arguing for regulation. That's not to say it's always done properly, and sometimes it is over inclusive. Um, I think the really important thing about regulation is that it does try and get businesses would be primarily where I would look to actually prioritise risks and think about how they might manage them when they wouldn't otherwise do so. 
Um, so I think it plays a really important role. If we think about a world where there hadn't been regulation, I think the environment would look much worse, our working conditions would look much worse, our economic stability would be very different. Do businesses resist regulation and try and get away with it? Because for them, there are lots of it that might explode into damage. And you're coming along and saying, guard against this, guard against that, guard against the other. They'll go out of business if they take you seriously, won't they? Not necessarily. It varies from business to business. Business is a, a term that covers a multitude of different organisations. Uh, some of them love regulation because it can be used anti-competitively to, yeah. to knock out the competition. So there is a very cynical take you can put on that. Others would actually uh, could do, actually implode if they, if they weren't managing their own risk properly. So you have to look at businesses as a much more complex than, you know, business does this, business does that, that that's sort of doesn't pan out in, in reality. Who regulates the regulator? Government. Government's fantastic at setting up regulation. It's fantastic about sort of saying it doesn't, it's, it's against red tape and against regulation, and it regulates more and more the whole time. And part of that structure's meta-regulation of the regulators. One area that's not currently regulated that needs regulation, in your view, to prevent or reduce risk, and another area that's over-regulated, just two. Oh my goodness, I wouldn't take it that simply. I'd say I think there are areas where the regulation is a complete mess and needs looking at, and that would be the healthcare area, where I think the regulation's been very piecemeal. So that's bad regulation, but not no regulation. I think there's a lot of over-regulation um, in terms of a lot of overlapping regulation, and that's when you have the recipe for disaster, really, is that either both sets try and regulate or people think somebody else is doing it and nothing happens. And is there stuff out there that's not being regulated that every day you think, golly, that should be regulated? That's when disasters do come in. I think that's when people look up and say, well, that should have been regulated better. Off the top of my head, um, I can't actually think of anything at the moment. Bridget Arthur, thank you very much for subjecting yourself to the Gearty Grilling. Pleasure.